All right, welcome to Jesus Calling, April 19th. I love you regardless of how well you are performing. Sometimes you feel uneasy, wondering if you are doing enough to be worthy of my love. No matter how exemplary your behavior, the answer to that question will always be no. Your performance and my love are totally different issues, which you need to sort out. I love you with an everlasting love that flows out from eternity without limits or conditions. I have clothed you in my robe of righteousness, and this is an eternal transaction. Nothing and no one can reverse it. Therefore, your accomplishment as a Christian has no bearing on my love for you. Even your ability to assess how well you are doing on a given day is flawed. Your limited human perspective and the condition of your body, with its mercurial variations, distort your evaluations. Bring your performance anxiety to me and receive in its place my unfailing love. Try to stay conscious of my loving presence with you in all that you do, and I will direct your steps. The first reading today is Jeremiah 31, 3. The Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. The next reading is Isaiah 61:10. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with a, like a priest with a beautiful headdress, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. The third reading is Psalm 31:16. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. And the last reading is Psalm 107:8. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. So the, the phrase performance anxiety that is used toward the end of the devotional day, that, that gives me a little anxiety just thinking about it. You know what, and and it just made me think of what what if an angel appeared to you and told you you were going to meet God in the next few minutes? Would you be anxious? Or let me ask it a little bit differently: What if you were in an argument with your spouse and you weren't really behaving too well and you were kind of being a bit of a jerk, and then the angel appeared and said, "In a minute, you you will meet God." who will judge whether you will be in heaven eternally. Might be a little anxious then, I'm guessing, because you know that your performance is not really very good. But the devotional today reminds us that God's love and acceptance is not based on our performance. It is independent of performance. Excuse me, I'm going to sneeze. It is um, independent of performance. God simply loves us consistently, always, never more or less based on performance. So why do we try hard to please God? I mean, if he loves us consistently, you know, never more or less, what? why? Why? try hard to please him. 
I mean, let's ask that question. I mean, is it to to get something from him, to achieve something, to be worthy of heaven? Or do we do it for his benefit? That that seems like a maybe a little better reason. It, there's something a little more pure about that because then it's at least not about us. It's about God. But it still seems strange, right? What, why do, what do we need to do for a God that already has everything? So I'll pose an answer today. It's that it's not so much about our performing. Um, it's not about our performing that pleases God. It's it's more about our being with God. And maybe not because he needs us to be with him, but because that's the purpose, that was his purpose that he created us for, to be with him, to be co- closely connected to him, to be in a relationship with him. He set it up that way for us to enjoy the benefits of being with him. But it's really for us that we focus on him. The the benefit actually really comes to us. Thinking about The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Did you ever read C.S. Lewis's book, that book, or, or even watch the movie? There's something so profound in that story about Aslan, the lion who sacrificed himself. And and yet the whole concept is is sometimes tough to understand. Why, why did Aslan have to die? Why did Jesus have to die? But that is the way God set it up. That's how he brought our human race back into connection with him. That's how he has brought us close, forgiven us once and for all, so that we can enjoy the connection that we do enjoy with him here on earth and even more so when we're in heaven. As as I was thinking about that movie, I Googled, why did Aslan have to die? So that's a that's a good thing to Google if you want to read some great theories about why God set it up the way that he did. All I know is that that God is in control and he loves me always and forever. And he loves you too. Let me go ahead and go into prayer for us today. Thank you, Lord, for um, all that you've given us, for Uh, always being consistent for loving us the same amount, no matter how we perform, as if we could ever perform to your standard. But you love us anyway, independent of our performance. Your love for us is eternal. Thank you for that, and we are so blessed to have that in our lives. Help us to remember that. And even though we can't understand every mystery about how it all works and how you've set it up and how it how it will end. There will always be a mystery to that. Help us to have great hope and encouragement in that. Thank you for uh, taking good care of us and for being with us and for 
valuing us and allowing us to be connected to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.